while Santa has been associated with Christmas, another jovial man has been mistaken as a spiritual leader. We're talking about Asia's Santa, Budai, and Buddha. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is your podcast about Asian and Pacific Islander folklore and cultural history, Legends from the Pacific. Welcome to episode 153, your holiday episode, Asia's Santa, Budai, and Buddha. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning... There was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele, a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of Our Legends from the Pacific Book One is now available, narrated by multi-award-winning voice actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks, including Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, From a Certain Point of View. Just click the link in our show notes to purchase our audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. While it may not seem like it, this episode called for me doing a deep dive in Buddhism, how it branched to other variations and spread throughout Asia, which of course demanded more time than I planned for. Hopefully next year's episodes won't be as demanding. As always, thank you for your patience, understanding, and support. Later in this episode, your featured song, Hawaiian Word, and patron members may get another benefit. But first, let me share with you the Fat Man and Buddha. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Because who would have known talking positively about cultures and sharing it with others would upset people? So we're nearing Christmas, a time of presents, food, family, and traditions. One of the more amusing ones is Japanese eating Kentucky Fried Chicken on Christmas. But for this festive event, Santa Claus is usually the front man for the day of Jesus' birth. While there's various religious and political reasons for this, which we won't get into, there's another jovial man who takes the wind out of a religious man's sails. You see, if I mentioned Buddha to you, many of you will picture a laughing man, which will grant you luck if you rub his large exposed belly. And while he is known as names like Laughing Buddha or Fat Buddha, he is not Buddha. He was a real-life Buddhist monk or Bodhisattva who died around 960 Common Era. He had a contagious laugh and carried a cloth bag. He was called Budai, which translates to cloth bag. When asked why he laughed, he said he laughs at how everything was impermanent or fleeting aligning with Buddhism's belief that nothing lasts forever. So how did a monk called Budai become popular? Well, the founders of Zen Buddhism, which was earlier known as Chan Buddhism, were trying to increase their following. Incorporating other religious people or even rituals was commonly practiced by many religions, including Christianity. So the Zen Buddhists drafted popular people from folklore who aligned with their belief. And Budai was a hit. You may be wondering 
is this Budai's only connection with Buddhism? Not really. You see, when Budai was dying, it is believed things happened which may make him the future Buddha. With all this talk about Buddhism, let us take a moment to understand what it is. Roughly speaking, Buddhism believes we live a life, gaining good and bad deeds. When we die, our accumulated deeds determine what we are reborn as. Throughout this whole process is suffering. So after hundreds or even thousands of lifetimes, we gain enough experience and good merit to gain enlightenment and reach nirvana. As for Buddha, the name means enlightened one and is someone who teaches people how to achieve nirvana. Our astute listeners will note, I said Budai is believed to be a future Buddha. And while he passed around 916, common era, he'll eventually be reborn as the next Buddha, which will be the 29th Buddha. What? 29th Buddha? So who was the 28th? That person is who is considered to be the Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, who passed around 480 before Common Era. Okay, so Siddhartha was the Buddha, but he was the 28th Buddha? Yes. You see, Buddhism was around before Siddhartha, and this portion is known as pre-Buddhism. Around 560 BCE, near Nepal, a great king welcomed his son, Siddhartha, who was prophesied to be a great king or an enlightened monk, the Buddha. The king wanted his son to succeed him and sheltered him from the world. He ensured Siddhartha had all he wanted and only encountered young, beautiful people. When Siddhartha was around 29, He and his beautiful wife were expecting their first child. But something stirred Siddhartha to see the world. His chariot took him from his constructed paradise, and he encountered a wrinkled man hobbling along the path and learned of aging. A sick person taught him about disease. A dead body taught him of death. Then he saw an ascetic Buddhist. The skeletal devotee denied himself of food and life's pleasures to achieve enlightenment. Siddhartha returned home, plagued that life was endless suffering, death, and rebirth. He left his wife and possessions to seek enlightenment, for the best gift for his son was an escape from suffering. Time passed. Siddhartha struggled with his fasting and stopped his practicing for another way. A big mahalo nuilo to our Patreon members who support our mission to spread Asian and Pacific Islander cultural history and awareness. Will and Ollie Geis, Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Puehohenke, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story like the rare story of who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele, the return of the Hawaiian demigod brothers Kana and Nehui, an additional story of Kamapua'a on Oahu, and other nifty benefits. So sign up and join us as a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. Siddhartha achieved enlightenment through following what he called the Middle Way, which encourages the practice of avoiding extreme ways of living. He has also established the Four Noble Truths and defeated the demon Mara. These are his teachings which formed modern Buddhism. 
But you might be saying, wait a second, Kamu. Did you just say he defeated a demon? Yes, I did. You see, while many consider Buddhism more philosophical and less religious, demons, monsters, and the supernatural occupy Buddhism. In fact, Buddha, his closest disciples, and others after a certain point were recorded being able to teleport, fly, cross dimensions, and other things. You, our astute listeners, may recall our Hungry Ghost Festival, episode 27, included the story of Mulian, the Buddhist monk who saved his mother, traveled to heaven and hell. This episode's Buddhist monk, Budai, was said to have the ability to tell people's fortunes, predict the weather, and withstand the coldest climate. So when did Buddhism shift more to philosophy instead of a religion with supernatural undertones? That's unclear. Some stated European philosophers filtered out the fantastical, while others credit the trailblazing Zen Buddhist founders. Nonetheless, Buddhism started in India and flourished in China and Japan. Budai became popular during Japan's Edo period, where he became known as Hotei, which translates to cloth bag. Both deities are affiliated with children because they gave them gifts from their sack. But Hotei's sack provided endless gifts. He also has a fan that grants wishes, is associated with bars and restaurants, and is one of Japan's seven gods of fortune. He also has eyes on the back of his head to keep track of children. So I guess that makes him a 2.0 version, or 4.0 because of his eyes. Today, while Christianity is the most popular ranked religion, Buddhism comes in fifth. It should be noted the subject of religion and philosophy was tricky for Asian cultures to understand since many don't have a word separating these concepts. They were simply lifestyles, which may have been another reason Buddhism was considered a philosophy. It was said Budai's body was embalmed and displayed, which I imagine such a highly religious relic would be difficult to protect. As for Siddhartha, there's various renditions of him leaving his city. One stated, Siddhartha's father knew he'd leave and arranged only young, beautiful people to greet him. But Siddhartha leaves the route and witnesses what became the four sites. This episode cleared up a lot of confusion from my childhood since I was told a statue of Budai was, of course, Buddha. Decades later, when I studied philosophy, I learned of Siddhartha but didn't understand his connection with Budai. I also wondered what happened to Siddhartha's son, since he essentially did all this for him. Well, it is believed through his teachings, his son reached enlightenment at a young age. On the subject of Siddhartha having a family, the various branches of Buddhism differ on if monks can marry and have children. So, it all comes down to the specific practice. As for Siddhartha defeating the demon Mara, that's a story for another time. Before I go, I'd like to just say... A big mahalo nui loa for your emails. I appreciate your kind words regarding my family's losses. Also, mahalo nui loa to our listeners, Jazz14, What Lola Wants, and Omar for rating and reviewing our podcast. The brief time it took you to show your support for our show means the world to me. Positive reviews are very rare, since it's human nature to write negative reviews more than positive ones. So, since it's the holiday season, please consider taking a few moments to give our podcast a positive rating and review. And don't forget to give some love to our book. For a while, it looked like I may have needed to do another edit on our book to correct a couple Hawaiian words, but thankfully, I had them right. Which means we could finally complete our book's long-awaited print copies. Thank you all very much for your patience and understanding with this process. A programming note. 
I'll be taking a break for the rest of 2023, so the next couple weeks, along with January. During this time, I plan to enjoy the holidays with family and prep episodes for next year. Meaning, your next episode will be on February 7th. Unless there's a surprise episode. Meh, you never know. Our podcast is heading for our fourth year, and I'm still trying to find a good work-life balance. I thought I figured it out, but the holidays thought otherwise. Of course, our Patreon members will get their January monthly exclusive story. Along with possibly another story, which I've been working on before I even started our podcast. But we'll see. I know. How cryptic, right? Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and channels can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Mele Kaliki Maka by Josh Tatofi, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is makana. Makana means gift. An example of makana is kids love Christmas because they get a lot of makana. Well, the good kids anyway. Once again, makana is Hawaiian for gift. Thank you once again for listening and supporting our show. Mahalo nui loa, ahui ho, mele kaliki maka, and haole makahiki ho. Hope you enjoy the holidays. See you next year.